Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show. Sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. All right, we are back at the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly, one 877 So during the pandemic, how many of you walked into a business or a doctor's office or a store and there was a sticker on the ground and you had to stand on that sticker and the person behind you was on another sticker and you weren't supposed to go off the sticker. If you had a kid... You had to spread out and put that kid on its own sticker. And businesses had to buy the stickers. And I got to tell you, those stickers were pretty expensive. You had to, if you had a waiting room, tape off chairs or remove chairs and bolt chairs down so they were six feet apart. And how many of you, when you were doing this, asked, is this really helping? Where did they come up with six feet? Now, me as a physician, I'm looking at this and I'm like, that person over there farted and I could smell it. So I'm sorry. That's like 25 feet. And uh, yes, I'm getting exposed. I don't think this six foot thing, this six foot rule is as scientifically sound as they're trying to make it. Well, Dr. Fauci did admit to Congress that no. It wasn't science-based. And that obviously uh, has drawn a lot of concern and criticism and then questions as to, okay, well, why did we go through all that? And then, and actually, I mean, people were asked to leave businesses. Businesses were threatened to be closed if they didn't make sure there was six feet apart. Yeah, and and it, it just made no sense. So they, they, Dr. Fauci had said that this just sort of appeared. It just sort of appeared, the rule. And so when I would look up studies, because I would be talking you guys through this, and I would say, look, being away from somebody who's sick obviously helps, but is six feet enough? And I said, no, it's not enough. Because if you have a current or air conditioning or heat or a fan, it blows. You know, how are we doing six feet social distancing on an airplane? How are two people in a cockpit doing that? If you're in a cockpit with somebody, even if it's a six-foot-long cockpit, you're probably going to get sick with something. And so one study said, actually, it's three meters, you know, where you know, social distancing up to three meters, which is like a little bit over nine feet, uh, um, might prevent fewer droplets from getting to you. And so for those people who say, well, wait a second, I've been following the six foot rule with COVID. It was all about six foot, six feet, six feet, two second rule. No, no two second rule. (laughs) That's a misnomer. No two second rule. If you drop your pizza cheese first on the ground, I'd skip it. I wouldn't eat it. 
have I dropped pizza on the ground and maybe just eaten the crust that was up? Maybe I have, but I wouldn't eat the cheese. No way. But the six-foot social distancing rule was half-assed. And we called it, we've all, we all agreed that was ridiculous because you could be sitting across from somebody at a table and you still get exposed. So what is the distance of safety? I, I, I'd say another state, you know, you know, I'd say maybe across the street, but I'd say use common sense. If you're sick and you're going into a person's house and it's the dead of winter and there's snow and nobody's going to have the door open or window open, windows open because it's cold and you are going to be going into the kitchen or near the bar area and there's other people, most likely you'll get them sick too. There's exposure. Okay? Don't share cups. Don't share glasses. Don't go to work if you're sick. Because most likely you're going to walk into the you know, the coffee room or the break room and infect other people. When you breathe, you breathe a certain distance. When you sneeze or you cough, it even goes a farther distance. I mean, I think there was one study looking at flushing a toilet seat. That stuff sprayed 20 feet. You don't think a big, achoo! you don't think something like that is going to spray it farther than six feet? So when you look at studies, they're going to say, oh, social distancing helped. Social distancing helped. To me, social distancing is not going to the social event. If there's going to be a, you know, wall-to-wall people at a bar and, you know, there's people there sick, if you're going to be hanging out at a bar, yes, you're probably going to get sick. To me, social distancing is rethink, right, being around others if you're sick, you know, or if you don't want to get sick, uh, you know, if I don't want to get sick, I am not going to be, you know, it, it, uh, bobbing for apples with people. I, I'm just not going to do it because I don't want to get sick. So social distancing really relies on common sense. If you could smell somebody's beer breath or coffee breath, you know, and they're sitting at their desk, you know, you're probably close enough to also get a pathogen. And the the moral of all this is, is we never used common sense. And when a doctor or somebody, you know, challenged it saying, guys, you know, when you say six feet social distancing, the opposite is happening where people are like, oh, you know what? Here's a tape measure. We're mm, six feet. We're good. We could stand right here. You gave people a false sense of security. When you told people that if you got the COVID vaccine, you wouldn't get COVID people were, you know, out there, no mask, whatever, and, and, and you gave them this false sense of security. Common sense. You know, I understand there was this big narrative, and we bought a whole bunch of shots, and we had to get rid of them, and, you know, we wanted to, you know, have people follow order, but when you mandate masks, did you ever think that people were going to be reusing dirty ones? How does that help public health? We actually did, we actually did less for public health. We actually hurt public health with all these quote-unquote public health measures of mandates than actually going, hey guys, yeah, get a fresh mask if you want. Avoid big social settings or crowds. Right? Get a vaccine. We have them if you want. 
Now it's the exact opposite. And nobody trusts the government and nobody trusts public health. one 877 Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdahlia.com today. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, If you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. 
I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 docdali Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Jason, our producer. And big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. All right. So th- this is going to be something we haven't really talked about on the show. We talked about suicides. We've talked about preventing suicides. We don't talk about the notes. Suicide notes, they're actually fascinating. And they could actually be the key to preventing suicides. And I think we need to dive in and maybe educate people on what their suicide note should be. Because maybe by the time they get through that suicide note, they might change your mind and not commit suicide. Think about it. Think about it. I, and I, I'm not. I'm not joking. You know, th- there's certain things we do right before you get married. You don't see the bride, or you. I don't know. You, you do a bachelor party. You do a um, bachelorette party. You. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, you ask uh, before you. Um, there's all these rituals we have now done. You know, before you post a selfie, you go through the filters. And, and <laughs> before you take a picture, you pose. So if you're going to do a suicide note, do we have guidelines? Suicide notes haven't really been around that long. I think one of the first documented ones was like in the 1800s. You know, people, God forbid, when they would do it, my friend who did it didn't leave a note. But in recent centuries and recent decades, the suicide note became a thing. Well, who decided that? Who decided what goes into the suicide note? If the suicide note 
has to have certain guidelines, certain content. And that becomes, let's say, a rite of passage or a ritual. Can we somehow inherently put things into that guideline, that protocol, that'll make that person stop and go, wait a second. So, for example, if you're going to write a suicide note, you need to address all your loved ones and everybody you care about. It just can't be to somebody random because, oh, we could think you're writing it to your girlfriend. So if you're going to do a suicide note, you better list the kids. You should also probably list your grandkids, list your wife, maybe your mom. You didn't list your mom. That's got to be in there. If your mom's alive, if your dad's alive, did you list them? Now you could start the content of the note. In the content of the note, are you thanking them? Are you thanking them for being there for you? Are you thanking them for the life they gave you? Are you in that note expressing that you're going to miss them? See, see, if we put so, if, if, if we actually structure what a suicide note should be, You think maybe by the time they finish, they're like, you know what, I should maybe rethink this. We've given people a pass to just put whatever they want in their suicide note. And maybe if they don't think they're doing it right, they'll want to do it right. This is their final act before leaving the world. Some of them have mental illness. Some of them are in horrible pain. Some of them know exactly what they're doing and they want to have the control. We talked about the many reasons why some people commit suicide. I hope, I wish nobody would. I think it was every 10 or 11 minutes somebody's committing suicide. It's sad. By the time this this segment's over, another one has already committed suicide in America. And who knows with these overdose deaths, if that's also uh, you know why we're seeing so many overdose deaths some of them could be uh, sadly uh, uh, on purpose but the, you know when 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 people have studied suicide notes researchers have studied them and they found there was guilt there was asking forgiveness there was love you know the suicide note you could actually study them and you could actually study these to the point where you could hopefully prevent the next suicide. If you have somebody who is showing they feel guilty, if you have a family member that's giving away their prized possessions, if a teenager gives younger brother something they never let younger brother touch because this is something they loved, and all of a sudden they're handing it to younger brother, that could be his warning sign. You know, uh, the apathy. You know, the uh, my friend, when he committed suicide, I possibly was the last one to talk to him. He was going to be um, moving in with me temporarily. He needed a place to stay, so he was going to live with me temporarily, be my roommate. And so I uh, asked him if he had a VCR because my roommate had just gone to do some overseas studying and Melrose Place was coming on. So I wanted to make sure that I could take Melrose Place. And I possibly was the last person to talk to him. He never left a note. His current roommate found him three days later because of the smell that was coming from his room. And it, and it was sad because you go back and you go, well, what could I have done? You know, was it because I asked about the VCR? It, 
if somebody is going to leave, and I remember it was a very odd conversation because he wasn't as happy as he usually was, and I got off the phone going, hmm, something's different. And yeah, it was probably because he wasn't planning on living any longer. And I remember we had gone out to um, happy hour, and he was really being negative about life. You know, and, and, and But you didn't see the signs. So we're trying to, with these suicide notes, of the, you know, and learn from the families who are in anguish how we could prevent other families from being in anguish. And maybe we could step in before this has to happen again. And we need to teach what actually a suicide note has to have if you're going to do it. And if you're going to do it, hopefully... In the process of you doing a correct one, you stop and realize, I don't think I want to do this. Now, if God forbid, I never want to leave this earth on my own, you know, and hopefully when God wants me, it's as peaceful as it could be. But if I was going to leave a note, I think the perfect note would be one, letting everybody know that it wasn't their fault. That this is a decision that had to be made or the cancer, whatever, that they did everything they were supposed to do. I love them that that, you know, we I am thinking of all of them. And as a ghost, I'm going to come back and visit everybody. Yeah. And how much you mean to me and little things that you did that meant so much to me. And if I wasn't going to do this, what I would do differently I think by the time you go through something like that, you kind of stop and go, do I really want to do this? So I, I, I know it's, I don't know if I'm actually wording it correctly or if this has already been suggested by experts, but I think as a physician, when somebody is contemplating suicide, we always ask about suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation. Do you have thoughts of suicide, thoughts of killing somebody? And how would you do it? And we ask, because if we have to report them to the police, you know, he says he has a gun, he has this, whatever, whatever. You know, um, or, or if we think they're at suicide risk and we want to um, hospitalize them, we, you know, can can focus on what sort of risks are at the house. Is it their medications? Is it guns? Things like that. But, you know, we we never ask, because a lot of people now, they won't tell their doctor because they don't want to be hospitalized. They don't want the police call. They're, you know, uh, I'm not going to, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, but I always had the conversation with my patients going, look, you know, very common for, you know, the human being to think about their end, whether it's accidental, whether it's purposeful. Have you ever had those thoughts? You know, what happened if, what would happen if you weren't here? Uh, and and what would that be? What would life be like if you weren't? Well, the girl that dumped me, she would probably be crying for weeks or months. What if she doesn't? What if she doesn't go to your funeral? What if she you know, goes, that's horrible. That's it. But I got to go to work and move on. Move. I mean, I mean what, what is it that you're thinking about that is surrounding that where you're finding that a happy place. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, you know, if they leave this earth, they're going to be getting back at somebody. It's revenge that they're going to be ruining somebody else's life. The average person moves on. 
And so why not have a conversation of, well, if you are going to do a suicide note, what are you going to put in it? And maybe people will realize it's just not worth doing. one 877 don't go away. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. U.S. Central Command says at least three service members were killed and 25 soldiers were injured in a drone attack on a base in northeast Jordan. President Biden saying on Sunday, while we are still gathering the facts of this attack, we know it was carried out by radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq. In the latest string of arson attacks in what has been part of Antifa-linked Stop the City activist movement, equipment of a construction company that is involved in building Atlanta's new public safety training center was burned at a townhome construction site. The training center has been dubbed Cop City by activists who oppose it. The arson attacks have cost nearly $10 million in damage to the state, and similar attacks in Michigan, Minnesota, and New York have been traced back to the Stop Cop City movement. For USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now. To get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man. Your worst man. You, your dog walker. Your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. 
Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. We are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOC-DOLLY, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. Well, this show could go on for hours and hours and hours listing every recall there is. But when there's something that I think I need to tell you about right away, I'm going to. I'll stop everything and tell you. So apparently, we have a recall of Robitussin Honey CF Max Day Adult and Robitussin Honey CF Max Nighttime Adult because of a possible fungal contamination. Now, what the hell happened is beyond me. I'm looking right now at the FDA website. It says Halion is voluntarily recalling eight lots of the Robitussin Honey CF Max Day and Max Nighttime. The product is being recalled due to a microbial contamination. The microbe is a fungus, allegedly. In immunocompromised individuals, the use of the affected product could potentially result in severe or life-threatening adverse events such as fungemia, which is fungus in the blood, or a disseminated fungal infection. In non-immunocompromised consumers or healthy individuals, the population most likely will be okay. But you could still get sick from this. Now, we have not had any particular reports of people getting sick. Uh, but the Robitussin Honey CF Max day and nighttime are cough syrups indicated for the relief of cold, flu, cough, fever, other respiratory allergies, and so there's only a few lots. It's not every, and it's not every Robitessin. It's only the, the certain honey CF components. But the company, Halion, is notifying its distributors and consumers directly and has provided them with instructions for the return of all recalled products. You should stop consumption of it immediately. I understand we're in COVID flu cough pneumonia season so be careful and contact your physician if you are experiencing any problems now a fungal uh, uh ingesting fungus fortunately and we've ingested mold and a lot of things you know fortunately our stomach acid does a pretty good job but if you're immunocompromised and it gets through and it you know it can affect your mouth could you know affect your GI tract, uh, uh, eventually spread to the blood system. Uh, it's obviously not something you want. But, you know, people have asked me, you know, they, they've 
eaten moldy bread without realizing it until they turn it over and they see their sandwich going dope. You know, for the most part, our body has defense mechanisms in place. Um, uh, but you, you know, I don't exactly know which fungus, which type of fungus this is. You know, it's obviously pretty scary. Uh, fungi scare me because we don't have a lot of drugs that can fight them like we do antibiotics. Viruses and fungi and prions, those things are a little bit more rare. The antibiotics we got down. But you know, when it comes to this, there are multiple drug resistant fungal. Uh, um, you know, we talked about uh, Ciaris and other uh, you know sorts of fungi. And uh, there's concern that if our drugs can't fight it, what can we use to fight it? Now, speaking of fungus, there's a rare form of a fungal infection that has been associated. Uh, hold on one second. I'm getting pop-ups on this. The Irish star is saying that we are starting to see a rare form of fungal infection that's usually associated with the northern Midwest and areas of the southeast now spreading to other parts of the United States. Blastomycosis is a respiratory illness caused by a fungus. Whenever you see myke, M-Y-C, or kosis, that's, you know, well, it doesn't always, but M-Y-C more is fungal. And the infection stem from the blastomyces dermatitis, sorry, dermatitis. The fungus lives in wet soil, decayed vegetation like logs and leaves, and it's endemic in certain areas. But despite being associated with the Great Lakes, the Ohio River Valley, Mississippi River Valley, a new study said that they are seeing it in places that they wouldn't normally, such as Vermont. According to Dr. Arturo Casadevall, Vermont is not generally an area you think about when you talk about blastomycosis. Now, he is chair of molecular microbiology and immunology at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. He said there have been several papers recently suggesting that fungal infections are on the move across the country, and this is one of them. So these fungal diseases, whether it's blastomycosis, coccidiomycosis, candida, auris, you know, I think fungi are going to be taking advantage, just as any any other bug look at how covid took advantage look at how now flu is trying to come back all right these bugs they're they're only 24 7 job is learning how to survive and when you have new weather patterns people always talk about well climate change climate change is going to kill us climate change is going to bring new new you know bugs and new microbes all right we've always had climate change climate always changes I, you know, that saying we have climate change, we the climate always changes. That's kind of a, a given. I, I don't think my eating a hamburger is going to change, or a hamburger is going to change much, or my giving up the hamburger is going to change much. But we've had places that have had floods. We've had places that have become dry, and our deserts have taken millennia to create. Yes. We are seeing some very interesting, more abrupt weather patterns. But as I said, the Grand Canyon was not done, you know, 
as a result of people eating McDonald's hamburgers or driving cars. The Grand Canyon existed before that. So what is, though, happening is you have places throughout the country that might not necessarily be used to a certain storm. And hence, they're not ready for it. So in Florida, your Floridians, they they got storms and flood water down. They know exactly what to do. They know to not allow there to be standing water to attract the mosquitoes. They know how to protect things, waterproof, board up. Floridians know what to do. And they're really, really good about it. But I live in southern Nevada. If southern Nevada gets rain, remember there was that hurricane last year that was supposedly coming up and going to hit Las Vegas? And people are like, are you kidding me? Yeah, We don't even own umbrellas. Not much happened, thank God. But you have water in Las Vegas. If it rains in Las Vegas to a point where there's floods, what does the average Nevadan do? Take pictures. Ski on that water ski on it. Find an inner tube and go check this out. We're so not used to water that we're going to have some fun with it. Well, we might not think that we better check our roof, that we better check our walls, that a lot of our homes that are made with wood could start hold, holding mold. So. You know, when you have weather patterns that are not usually used to, you know, where you live, you might not have that protocol down. Now, I worry about fungus because if you remember, was it a Framingham uh, lab that a compounding pharmacy where there were steroids used for epidural steroid injections that were contaminated with a fungus that ended up killing people, causing fungal meningitis. But we don't want any sort of medication, anything having fungus in it. So this robotism recall, it's a small one that doesn't involve all the robot, just the, their, you know, some of their honey products. But you know, be careful. Smell anything you're about to use. Always double check the FDA to see if there are there's a recall you haven't heard about. You know, and be aware that these bugs like to lurk in things. The one eight seven seven Doc Dolly. This is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers. Simply because that's what Longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have Longevity. 
fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom. And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Did you receive a call or message that mentioned Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your Social Security number or other personal information and tell you that your Social Security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your Social Security number might be suspended? Your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested. That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information or instant payment, email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov.
We are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly one 877 So after my show, I need to head to the airport. Um, used to be called McCarran Airport. We call it now Harry Reid Airport. People refuse in, in, in my city to, to call it that. It, I, I, Las Vegas International Airport, I think, would have been just fine. But, you know, I'm going to the airport. So I call it the airport. And I'm going to be getting on a Boeing 737-800 to fly to a conference, a family medicine conference. i got to keep it current for you guys. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to get on a Boeing. <laughs> Should I? Should I not? I've done the drive to Reno. The, the conference is in Tahoe. So it's like a 45-minute flight. But I'm going to be on a Boeing. And I'm a little nervous about it. Why? Well, Alaskan Airlines CEO said that they have found, quote-unquote, many loose bolts on their MAX 9 planes. Now, I don't know if I'm on a MAX 9 or not, but I don't know much about Boeings and all the different classifications. But if it has Boeing on it, I'm hoping it's got a bolt. So the CEO of Alaskan Airlines says a new in-house inspection of the carrier's Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes in the wake of the disaster has revealed that many of the aircraft were found to have loose bolts. Is it that people are smoking weed? Why is this happening? NBC had an exclusive interview with Tom Costello, oh, uh, or Tom Costello from NBC had an exclusive interview with Alaska Airlines CEO Ben Minicucci and discussed the findings of the company's inspections. Now, if you remember January 5th, a panel, a whole panel, on one of the jets blew out midair. So, you know, this happens to Alaska Airlines has been one of the safest airlines I've been a huge fan of Alaska Airlines. When I fly to Alaska, I haven't flown a lot, but I, I'm very comfortable. But this isn't necessarily you know, Alaska Airlines' fault. This would be Boeing's fault. Yeah, I, I sold the stock Yeah, before all this happened, or right as it happened. I, and, and, you know, when you are an airline, though, you do have to, you know, check the safety. And But the name Boeing is one of the strongest names in aviation history. You would think that this would be foolproof. So, obviously, he's frustrated. And he has a demand on Boeing. What are they going to do to improve their quality programs in-house? So the FAA ordered all Boeing MAX 9 planes grounded and launched a safety investigation. So it looks like my plane won't be a MAX 9. The agency also announced an audit of Boeing's MAX 9 production line and suppliers to evaluate Boeing's compliance with its approved quality procedures. It also subjected Boeing, as well as its third-party suppliers, to increased monitoring, meaning somebody's got to babysit. So lawmakers are wondering whether Boeing's quality control systems are adequate. I just want to ask Pete Buttigieg, who was a nice guy, but he heads the Department of Transportation. Aren't there already protocols in place and inspections that are supposed to be happening on a regular basis? Yeah, I took some flight classes. And when you get ready to fly, you have a checklist, a pre-flight checklist, and you look at everything. 
because you don't want to die. You look at everything. Now, I might not necessarily know what to do if I found a bolt loose, but you bet your butt I looked at the bolts. It's a small plane, so I could. So I'm kind of would also like to know. I, I get that the FAA is, you know, now well, you know, packing a punch here, but shouldn't the Department of Transportation shouldn't the, shouldn't this have already been happening? The agency has announced an audit of Boeing's Max 9 production line and suppliers to evaluate Boeing's compliance with its approved quality procedures. Uh, again, that should have been happening all along. Was it Boeing where people were selling counterfeit parts to? What Remember that happened a year ago? I got to look up what happened with that. So lawmakers, they say um, J.D. Vance, Senators Ed Markey, Peter Welch wrote to Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun earlier this month saying, given the previous tragic crashes of Boeing 737 MAX aircraft, we are deeply concerned that the loose bolts represent a systemic issue with Boeing's capabilities to manufacture safe planes. Now, Alaska Airlines, whose fleet had the highest percentage of MAX 9 planes among any major carrier, has spent weeks canceling and rearranging their schedule. I'm sure they're ticked. So, um, Now the onus is on Boeing to show how it's going to improve its quality control, prevent such incidents from unfolding in the future. And out of an abundance of caution, Alaska Airlines has incorporated its own additional oversight on the production line at Boeing. So they're sending their own audit people. And Alaskans are really cool. Okay. One of my best friends is Alaskan. Trust me, they know what to do. I I trust them. In fact, I, I would love more Alaskans in the White House think they could do a damn good job have them in charge of the transportation part of transportation so united airlines ceo scott kirby uh, had an interview with cnbc is also contemplating the future uh for its fleet without the boeing 737 max 10 united say they found additional loose bolts i will at break i'll, I'll look up what southwest is using because all i know is i'm on a boeing that, that doesn't say much because there's a lot of different classes of those but i i am uh, intrigued by what i'm going to do i'll probably you know what i'll do i'll stop by home depot and i'll pick up a wrench and i'll be, <laughs> I, I might as well you know So the FAA thinks that maybe now we're being reported by Daily Mail that the Boeing 737 MAX 9 could return to service Friday, which would be tomorrow. The FAA approved an inspection and maintenance process that will allow the MAX 9 aircraft to return to service. All right. So here's the thing. This door fell off at 16,000 feet on January 5th. Okay, inspecting something in the hangar. You know, and the reason why in medicine we do stress tests, you know, just listening to your heart when you're comfortable and joking around with the doctor, that that doesn't tell us anything. We want to know when you're stressed. Being 16,000 feet on ascent, was it on ascent? The plane is stress. And so are they going to take every plane up? That, you know, are, uh, and the other thing, too, is if the bolts are bad... What else is messed up? If the person in charge of the bolts is sleeping on the job, what else? Is the landing gear bolted correctly? Are the landing gear tires they're adequate? 
I, I don't want to worry people. I, I'm about to get on a plane. And I, I'd just like to know. I thought there were these standards because, you know, plane travel has been one of the safest things. In fact, pilots always joke that the most dangerous part of flying a plane is the drive to the airport. It's you being in your car is more dangerous than the plane. But, you know, I, I have said this from the beginning. We have a systemic epidemic of half-assedness going on. Is it because people have marijuana in the system? Is it because people are working from home and they're mad that they have to show up to work? Is it that while their buddy gets to sleep in yeah, and, and text them from home, they're there busting their butts and they're ticked off about it? You know, what's going on? Is it that we've had to buy our parts from other countries? Yep. It, th- this is this is obviously concerning. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. 